Welcome to the University of Wyoming Today. On this program, you'll hear about what's making the news and about the people and events at UW. You'll also learn about some of the leading research that's taking place at one of the region's top universities. And now, here's today's edition of the University of Wyoming Today. Hi, Jim Kearns with you. Glad you could join us. Today, we'll be taking a look at an effort that's underway to elevate UW to the top tier of United States engineering colleges. And a historian will be taking a look at author John Steinbeck's observations about the events of his era. But first, what are the job prospects for the class of 2016? With energy companies folding and laying off workers, it would appear there's a dismal job market for this year's college graduates. Joe Kitka directs the University of Wyoming Center for Advising and Career Services. She says the job outlook for graduates is not as bad as it appears. You know, it is interesting because there's, there is uh, a demand for this class of 2016. There are things happening out in the economy, definitely more baby boomers retiring, which also has that ripple effect of the need for new talent. Um, But the job market is very strong for new college graduates, and it's a smaller number of students graduating nationally, so that creates obviously uh, more demand than supply in some areas. But um, when we look at our job fair, the composition of employers, we still did have some from the energy sector, but they have been replaced with other sectors that are still thriving. We have just completed our season of job fairs and actually our teacher fair, there were a lot of jobs in Wyoming for teachers. Now that may change a little bit with what's happening in certain counties or communities, but that was encouraging. Um, We have a huge demand for nursing, so there are professions out there that are in high demand in Wyoming. We're also seeing uh, student interest and I think really nice opportunities in the entrepreneurial space. So startup companies, Obviously, they don't hire a lot of people, but for those students that are interested in that environment, we've seen an uptick in opportunity there. But in good times as well as bad, Center for Advising and Career Services Director Joe Kitka advises students to take advantage of every opportunity to get some job experience while they're still in college. So I think our students have two aces in their pocket coming out of UW. One, the quality of their education, and two, their work ethic. We hear over and over from employers how much they appreciate both of those things. But if a student is really wanting to be competitive, the internship piece or getting practical experience in their major, we really encourage students to look at on-campus opportunities for employment that will build their resume and their kind of sense of what they want to do, as well as internships and summer jobs related to their field. And there are opportunities in a lot of different sectors and a lot of different arenas for them to get that experience. And I think sometimes students go into it thinking they want to make money and they come out of it with a valuable experience with contacts that they can use to network. And we know that especially with major corporations, they convert most of their interns to full-time. So if you're successful in your internship, you don't have to worry about it your senior year because you already have a job offer. And whether or not you land that great job right after graduation, you'll always have the experience and education you received while attending the University of Wyoming. You're listening to the University of Wyoming Today. I'm Jim Kearns. 
The University of Wyoming has launched an initiative to elevate the College of Engineering and Applied Science to the status of a Tier 1 institution that would be recognized nationally for both academic excellence and world-class research. The dean of the college, Michael Pishko, says it's a multifaceted endeavor that starts out by focusing on excellence in undergraduate education. We do that through a number of, of different mechanisms. Uh, first of all, we, we've established what we call the Center for Student Success. What the Center for Student Success is, is a group of uh, faculty and staff who are dedicated to advising, mentoring, and creating um, experiential opportunities for students. So, for example, um, you know, we're taking a group of students to Silicon Valley. Um, we took another group of students um, uh, to spend the day with Halliburton in Houston. This group is also responsible for recruiting and outreach. So we have, you know, a program for third graders. We have an um, um, uh, engineering summer program for high school students. We, starting this summer, an, an engineering summer program for, for high school student teachers. And so it's, it's all about in, engaging um, students at the undergraduate level, you know, making sure that students succeed. In other, other instances, it involves outreach to make sure that we are attracting more students uh, into the college, particularly those that, that come from uh, underrepresented groups like women. We're trying, definitely trying to get more women in the engineering profession, and so we have a, a team of people who, um, who work very hard to do that. Dean Michael Pisco says another major component of the Tier 1 initiative is to refocus on the school's land-grant mission to provide service to the state of Wyoming to do things to help uh, the citizenry of the state and stakeholders in the, within the state, like our employers and our industries, and also to help with economic development, right? So helping to diversify Wyoming's economy. And so what we're doing in, in the Tier 1 initiatives, we're deciding, you know, this is an area that's important to us, which is important to the state, important to our stakeholders. We're going to focus here, and we're going to work to be the best in the world in this particular area. So one example is water. So we've built up a real core expertise of some great people in the water area dealing with everything from, you know, low-altitude cloud physics to our co from our colleagues in uh, atmospheric science uh, down to produced water. Uh, that's an, um, an important consideration in the oil and gas industry. Uh, another area is wind. You see wind farms coming up all over the place in, in Wyoming. And... Um, We've built a, um, a really incredible computational fluid dynamics team in, in mechanical engineering to basically help serve that particular uh, sector of, of our economy. So steps are already being taken for the University of Wyoming to achieve world-class status in engineering research and education. John Steinbeck is widely recognized as America's most important writer of the 1930s, bringing public and government attention to the needs of large numbers of people in that era. University of Oklahoma historian David Robel presented the annual Cone Lecture in the University of Wyoming Department of History. He reminded everyone that Steinbeck was actually a significant figure during the entire middle third of the 20th century. Uh, Steinbeck uh, dies in 1968, 
the 1940s. He's a, a World War II correspondent. He writes World War II uh, propaganda novels. Um, he uh, travels uh, to London, uh, travels to North Africa uh, as part of the uh, Sicily and Italian uh, campaigns, uh, travels with Douglas Fairbanks Jr.'s unit. Uh, it's a, a quite remarkable story. He's uh, actually recommended for the Medal of Honor, um, but there's uh, a civilian, so he's not uh, eligible. Uh, but he's a very, very important figure during the World War II years. Uh, and then uh, in the 1950s, uh, other very, very significant works that get at some shifts in American thought away from the kind of cooperative ethos of the, of the New Deal years towards a more individualistic ethos, and you see that playing out in uh, novels like East of Eden, published in 1952. Historian David Robel says Steinbeck's influence continued well into the 1960s. Uh, Steinbeck is trying to take the pulse of the nation at a time when the nation is engaging in all kinds of soul-searching. So Travels with Charlie is the first uh, effort to, to do that, uh, traveling off in uh, 1960, and the book comes out in 62, and it's a kind of wonderful chronicle of some of the important things happening, including resistance to uh, civil rights changes. Uh, and then he'll be, uh, for a short time, a, uh, a war correspondent during Vietnam. Uh, he's a supporter of Johnson's policies, uh, until close to the end of his life, when he uh, is enlightened, perhaps, by the influence of, of his sons, who uh, uh, both have their reservations. Through depression and war, John Steinbeck captured the essence of American culture, perhaps more than any other writer of his time. I'm Jim Kearns, and that's it for my time. Thanks for yours. That's it for this time. Join us again for the next edition of the University of Wyoming Today.